I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. I'm joined by Santosh Radhakrishnan, Chief Commercial Officer at XYB. And we're talking natural language, you might say in this instance, as easy as XYB. The callless banking platform is going to use Google Cloud's generative AI and machine learning tools, together with data security and compliance capabilities. The aim is to help customers accelerate the provision of banking products and services to the global marketplace. But first, do you want to access the multi-billion dollar fintech opportunity in the Middle East or India? If the answer is yes, then join the CEDA IBSI Fintech Lab and fast track your journey of market expansion with us. As a Fintech Lab member, you'll have access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like-minded individuals, building your knowledge base, skills and connections. Visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com. Now, back to Gen AI and Santosh Radhakrishnan, Chief Commercial Officer at XYB. So XYB, we have launched this the new uh, revolutionary core banking uh, platform called uh, XYB Scoreless Banking Platform. Essentially, this has stemmed out of our 10 years of relentless work on Moniz, which serves our B2C clients uh, as part of our neobanking uh, business operation. What we have got out of that technology that we built for Moniz is what we now commercialize as XYB and position it as cordless banking. And the, one of the key differentiator of this cordless banking piece is to actually provide the kind of banking infrastructure and support to banks, non-banks, and anybody who wants to launch financial products in the market is by providing our componentized microservices-enabled architecture and also to be ahead of the game, not by not only as a technology provider, but also helping our end customers, such as banks and non-banks, be ahead of the game. As you know, Gen AI has been the buzzword recently. We as pioneers in the in the core, core banking space were thinking, what is that we can do ourselves and also help our end clients specifically around this this uh, technology? And and one of the one of the key things that we've found out ourselves is that operational efficiency is at the top of list for not only Muniz but also for all our clients. Uh, and prospects and and one of the key areas is fraud aml risk and compliance and these are the areas where the back office staff has to go through a lot of data if there's a payment which is blocked it's a simple block for from a customer's perspective but at the back of it given all the regulatory pressures the back office staff has to go and look for data across multiple sources the payment history where it originates from go back to even even payment processors and it's a, it's a, it's a it's a huge task. So it might take few hours to, if not few days. So in my days when I was founding Banking Circle, and and that was primarily on the payment side, I, I remember very distinctly that there were case managers who spent hours and days in just collating this data before even start investigating. So this is very prime use case we thought, and low hanging use case which we thought we should apply Gen AI technology, especially where where the where the data can be brought together and and a spider's web of data can be gone through using machine learning and and you know uh, different AI tools and is the life of these back office staff. 
And that is what we did. Uh, and then we started looking uh, because one of the key aspects of our technology, which is coreless, is, is to use the best of the breed in the, tech, in, in, in the space, right? And not reinvent the wheel by developing everything ourselves. And, and when we started looking in the market for tools which best serve for this specific use case, we found Google to be quite advanced given their history, given the DNA of them handling data for many, many years. So what we are doing right now is that we took some of the tools like Vertex AI, machine learning AI, that they have natural language AI, and we specifically applied in two use cases. One being providing a co-pilot or assisted investigation capability to the back office staff, where they can use natural language or, or, or just a text to ask for the right information to be gathered where the machine goes and, and which is trained on the data sets and data that we use for these kind of investigations. And within seconds or, or near real time, produces all the data in one space, which is more digestible so that the back office or the case manager is able to investigate, provide the, the right results and, and, and unblock the payment or block the payment further or, or investigate further. And all this can happen within minutes, if not hours, right, instead of days of mulling through the through the data. So this is one case. And the other case was more on the side of setting the risk rules, right? And Natural language risk rules. Exactly. So one of the biggest problems that, that we've also seen in that space is the risk rules are all set in systems coded in the, in, in, in the respective platform language, meaning that every time the platform is upgraded, the, the risk team has to actually train themselves on the new platform or actually learn new things to be efficient and set the right parameters. So the biggest problem, the, the biggest focus there, sh there should be that they should only be focusing on what is the right fr risk framework they need to set, right? To protect their customers, to protect the, the bank they're working for and, and also be, be compliant. But rather uh, we found out that they, like 50% of their time, it goes in actually implementing it instead of instead of actually thinking of how they can proactively prevent uh, certain things. Uh, so what we uh, uh, found also is, is, is uh, specific tools within Google, uh, like, like the natural language APIs that they have. They have custom AI tools, which helps us to convert the text to code. So meaning the risk team now has to just use natural language to set these parameters into the system because whatever is the system at the back, irrespective of what is at the back, they can just implement this with very quickly and fairly quickly without further ado, right? So these are the two cases that we are actually focusing on with Google right now, right? And this we see that hopefully will, at, at least in the assistive AI part, will result in the range of 40 to 60% of efficiency uh, improvements and resulting in cost savings. It's not just about efficiency improvement, it's not just about speed, it's about cost saving as well, which makes the service more competitive, and you get a virtuous circle there. Absolutely. And from the perspective of the customer, end customer, the customer experience is brilliant, right? At the end of the day, your payment is not stuck for days, but it, 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 it it's stuck, but it is cleared within hours and within minutes if possible. So the customer experience is also greatly enhanced, which, which leads to better business, I would say. So cost saving plus the top line improvement, both sides works best. The kind of use cases you've been describing, the, the key ones that you've just talked about, are very much for banks and financial houses already, but offering a decentralized microservices architecture in a cloud gives the option of marketing this to other corporates, people who are not banks, people who are not financial services institutions. This, this is an embedded finance solution effectively. 
Absolutely. I think it can it can actually eventually grow to that. And that's that's a, so what we are doing is absolutely the baby step. And you you rightfully have already envisaged where it can go to and where it can lead to. And 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 that in, in itself is, of course, is, is a play that we should start looking at fairly quickly. You're absolutely right on that. So what is the next step then? So I think next step within this space is actually so right now we are, of course, doing it for our own uh, showcase client, which is Moniz. XYB is you know, client zero and the showcase client is Moniz. But the next step is actually to provide this proactively to our current customers, two of them, and also pro- prospects. Because as you would have seen and with all the noise that is happening around Gen AI, the adoption of Gen AI is becoming prime target. But what we are doing with this kind of decentralized platform and, and coalesced banking platform piece is that we are enabling our end customers, which is banks, non-banks, both current customers and in future, to be able to use the AI tool and benefit from the AI, uh, Gen AI directly instead of them investing on top of what they have right now, right? So this is kind of an embedded technology play already, like you are saying, right? So that's the next step is, is to offer them to use and benefit from Gen AI directly as soon as they deploy our or, or use our technology. So that is that is the next step. And the, the, the step after would be to, like you said, is to provide that as, a, as an API or as a service, not only for banks, but also for non-banks and wherever these kind of co-pilot use case be, uh, best fit. I'm just going to spell this out. So you talk about Gen AI, Gen AI. We're talking about generative AI. How much training will it require if I sign up for this service what do i need to do or is it all ready to go out of the box so that's what we are aiming for right so so from a technology perspective the reason that we are trying to embed this and 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 be make it part of our coalesced banking platform is that we are already training it using the vertex ai and other tools that that google provides in a way that it, it is ready to go um as long, of course, it's not ready to go 100%, but when we deploy it onto, a, say, Bank A, we have to integrate with their data sources because that is that is the uh, key part of it. So I would say 80% it is already trained. 20% is something which we need to be very specific onto what the data set looks like for that specific bank or non-bank, right? So I would say, so yeah, so it's 80% out of the box, 20% to be trained, and then and then it's ready to go in a few months, I would say, from from the time of deployment. The training is almost nothing, right? It is natural language based. It is text based. It's like using ChatGPT. So it is it is not uh, any big training uh, requirement. Actually, they just need to be like, wow, this is possible now. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to get get used to it, I would say, get spoiled. Are we going to see a change in the kind of people who work in back offices, the kind of work that's done in back offices? We at Moniz, because being a fintech and being a lean and mean operations, we are already trying to keep it very, very tight. Yeah, uh, and we use sort of generative AI from the beginning, from in, 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 in terms of customer service, but not in the investigation side. But if you look at a typical tier one bank, they employ a large amount of people. I think the ratio is somewhere between the investigators would be about 20%, but 80% would be data researchers and actually the data analysts to help them. The efficiency improvement as part of the efficiency improvement would be to actually focus on the key roles as investigators and not so much on the data side because the data side is what is being automated and performed by the Gen AI and the tools that we are oper- uh, that, that we are offering right now, right? So the biggest impact would be the size would be more optimized of the teams. Right. So the number of people needed to do such operations would be not so high, resulting in cost efficiencies and, 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 and speed. 
but also the from a profile perspective yes i think the people will be more highly skilled on on actually investigation rather than uh, investigation of the, of the actual problem rather than data collection and, and research so the focus would be on the core business rather than the the supporting business santosh radhakrishnan chief commercial officer xyb